0: One big thing. Nobody has ever done what the Denver Nuggets have done in a postseason, and they just did it back-to-back series. Erased 3-1 deficits twice in a single postseason. Is that the talking point that's going to come out of this, or is it that the Clippers cannot do it? I think we all know the answer. At least my guess is that the morning shows will devote more time to the team who lost than the team that won, and they can do whatever they want. But it's a shame if Michael Malone's team isn't celebrated. They are a three seed in the West, and they had essentially the same record as the Boston Celtics. They're not the NBA's version of some double-digit seed in the NCAA tournament. If them winning isn't as interesting as the Clippers losing, why? Well, that's rhetorical. I know the answer. Even though this Clippers team has never in its history made so much as a conference final, this one was constructed to do that at minimum. And it's, res- it's reasonable to skewer them for squandering a pair of 16-point second-half leads in a series against a team they hammered in Game 1. It is fair to criticize, and it's going to happen. Why is Kawhi exempt from the level of scrutiny other superstars face? Well, he's not, but it's not going to stick to him the way it does to others for the simple reason that he's won multiple Finals MVPs with multiple teams. And he just took Toronto to a place where they had never been. The thought was that he could lead the Clippers there, and he didn't this year. And this Game 7 performance, along with Paul George, is going to be bubbling in the saucepan of the Hot Take Chefs, and you all have at it. Oh, and Denver won. I'm sure they got no shot against the Lakers, right? Well, the Bad News Bears and Coach Buttermaker are going to lace them up just in case.